tonight, coronavirus restrictions finally to end across Scotland. Next week, as green issues continue to rise up the political agenda and rewilding plans take step forwards in the Highlands. This is the Scottish News Agenda bubble for Thursday the 5th of August 2021. First tonight, a welcome ending of coronavirus restrictions across Scotland has been announced by Nicola Sturgeon. It will all come to an end next Monday, meaning a return to normal life across Scotland except for mask wearing which will be continue in public transport and all inside enclosed places. This has been widely welcomed but my only concern is some people become so used to the restrictions their reluctance to go back to normal life will be a quick big effect on their lives and could be quite challenging to their mental health. As demonstrated by a caller on Radio Scotland phone in this morning, we asked if the restrictions were coming out too early to which the chief medical advisor for the Scottish government said they welcomed this caution and should be cautious using public transport and being in the crowds. This thing to send out mixed messages to people about the difference between being sensible and the need for people to get back to normal life. In other Scottish news, the SNP and the Green Party are close to agreement on a coalition government for the next five years. This delay in the announcement has been brought about by uncertainty within some in the SNP will have to embrace this. However, many suspect that Nicola Sturgeon has pushed this coalition through in order to appear up to date with the modern green agenda, which is going to be the next big issue for the whole of the world, especially Europe after the coronavirus pandemic due to the increase in flash flooding and other extreme weather conditions issues that have suddenly become a big news story and the fact that the Green Party is about to become, if not the main player, but a major player in the biggest economy in Europe, Germany, after elections coming up in September, 
This is being underreported by the Scottish and British media as they're very insular and not very keen on the new political reality. However, once the German election results in September take place, this new reality will have to be addressed and Nicola Sturgeon is being sensible and pragmatic by encouraging the Green Party to become part of her SNP government, even though the Green Party in Scotland is a very small party and has limited influence across global Green Parties, however they will have some influence and SNP to embrace being part of this broader Green movement shows you how progressive a lot of people from this party are. Not everyone is, and that's why the agreement has taken so long. But the announcement of this agreement will be a huge step in Scotland retaining a radical government and could even be said to be Nicola Sturgeon's defining gift to the Scottish nation and our legacy in that very few other politicians would have the courage to actually embrace this decision and, and, and push it through as it will bring new ideas into Scottish government that would not, never otherwise be considered and it will really entrench the SNP's part in the Scottish government even more as she will be encouraging a whole new group of people to vote for her party along with the Green Party in a few years time when they're council elections come along and in the next Lloyd elections, although there's quite a few years away yet. So uh, definitely an interesting development in Scottish politics. The end of coronavirus has brought the issue of tourism to the fore and in Vienna there's a really interesting story in the Sunday Times about how they are introducing a system where all mobile phones entering Vienna are tracked through a system and a control centre that chases the country of origin of all mobile phones and works out how big the crowd of tourists are in areas within Venice as a result of this and allows them to plan and try to disperse crowds. This was initially planned at the height of coronavirus, but it's been continued, even though coronavirus is a much less issue now, as a way of reducing over-tourism and diversifying Venice's economy, which many feel has become over-reliant on tourism and needs to rebalance itself through this scheme. They're hoping they can rebalance it by uh, monitoring the amount of tourism and 
trying to reduce it and spread out across the city rather than having all areas of the city that are just really tourist centres and not really producing much of interest to the, the area and the economy and the community and many other vital aspects of city life that are being lost. This includes lots of short-term lets and very inflated prices with people owning property mostly from outside the area and do not have much of a vested interest in developing the area. So they really need to clamp down this and other sites have said and we'll be watching carefully to see how this controlling of over-tourism can be successful. Also today, the last part in a groundbreaking documentary series on BBC Scotland Channel called The Disasters That Shook Scotland, focused on the Clarkston disaster in which a number of people were injured and killed by a gas explosion in 1971 in a recently built areas of shops. This excellent series also focused on other pretty big disasters within a Scottish context and the interesting fact about them all is that the people were very rarely happy with the outcome of public inquiries into the causes of the disasters. However, many people welcome this more reflective style of broadcasting in Scotland, which has not really been very prevalent before the BBC Scotland channel launched. This excellency is also focused on the Piper Alpha Lockerbie disaster, the bin lorry crash in Glasgow, and the Clutha Vaults tragedy went in where a helicopter unbelievably crashed into a very popular Glasgow bar just before Christmas in 2013 or 14 I think it was. These events, although tragic, need to be remembered and reflected on by people across the nation and hopefully this style of excellently produced documentaries will continue and the Beauty Scott channel who have produced some really good documentaries so far since it was launched a few years ago that 
it really seemed to go under radar because it's, uh, it's quite a low-profile station on TV, but it, it really is worth watching for, for some excellent TV documentaries. Finally today, it's been revealed that bison are among the animals that, that are going to be reintroduced in the massive rewilding projects in the Scottish Highlands and across England. These projects involve big landowners partnering with wildlife organisations to cordon off areas of land and adjust animals that were native hundreds of years ago before industrialisation and agricultural use of land through ownership and made them extinct in these areas. This is to be welcomed as a wildlife thing but it also plays into the notion of countryside being a plaything for rich landowners to, to do what they like so it's not always entirely healthy and it should always be an important part of it that is local people have got an input to it and indeed get access to tourism potential of such activities. That's all for today.